I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me once again are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Nice to uh, see you on the video there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's- yes, we are recording remotely rather than the three of us around your dining room table because we are in the age of the coronavirus. Also starting at about the same time, though. Yes. <laughs> it is 10 till midnight in case anybody listening is wondering what's starting at the same time. <laughs> it's weird to not be all in the same room, you know, but of course, I mean, we're a few weeks into this as we're recording, so kind of getting used to just being in the same house with everybody. Yeah. And yeah. And for those in, in the podcast group who saw the picture I posted, um, this is what six feet part looks like between me and Kayla's shoulders. <laughs> Metric. We're not social distancing from one another. That's right. We're, that we're would not. be like torture if we had to do that. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, it's on record now that Kayla wants to be more than six feet from me. I mean, less than six feet from less me. Than. Less than, not more than. Yeah. If, if, if she had affirmed that she wanted to be more than six feet from me, then I probably would have um, just edit, asked Dallas. Crying. Yeah, no, just ask Dallas to edit that out. <laughs> oh my gracious me! Yeah. So what are you talk weird? About? So what are you going to talk about, Chris? Well, I, I figure that most parents who are going to be listening to this podcast are probably feeling the same things we are feeling, and that's the fact that we can't really leave our houses. Mm. And neither can our children. <laughs> and That's the true. stress debt is piling up. Yeah. So most parents are feeling frustrated. Uh, frustrated and maybe a little frustrated. A little frustrated. <laughs> this I mean, is I, this is the end of this is the end of the fourth week of sheltering place, lady. I know. I feel like <sighs> it's I almost it now feels, though it feels normal now. It's beginning to feel a little and I normal, hate that. but I don't like mm. it. I mean, it was weird today. Um, like you came over and dropped something off for us, and it was like the kids were like, "Mr. Chris is here," and they ran to the door, and I got to the door, and he was getting in his car and just kind of waved as he left, and I was like, "That's so weird." Normally, you'd come in and like, <laughs> "Hey, how's it going?" But it was like. Drop something off at the door, you know, or like Ryan went to my parents' house to pick something up, and well, they no, like something. Let's let's give them their proper proper plug here. Kayla's uh, grandmother is in town, and she was here, um, and now is staying uh, through all of this. Obviously, she's from uh, from Central Texas, and uh, she is a seamstress, and so um, they've been making um, reusable cloth masks, surgical masks, and they made custom masks for all of us and so we went to go pick them up today the kids and i and ryan said he got there and it was so funny they had set up lawn chairs on the front yard and were like you know talking to the kids from their lawn chairs through the you know through the car window and it's nice also they put the um the masks in uh, ziploc bags on top of their mailbox so now in in the age of shelter in place, half of what I do seems like a a, a drug deal scene from a movie. <laughs> yes. 
Like some relief, something I, no, I just no questions asked. Make sure nobody's looking at me. Grab it in the yes. car and head off. <laughs> oh my goodness! It is. It just you seems... take your plastic bag and you leave your plastic yeah. bag and nobody asks any asking. questions. And make sure you right. make sure you sanitize the bags when you get home. I mean, you know, it's it's weird though. It, it even though it's beginning to feel a little more normal, it's still really weird. Yeah. And anytime you do have to go out like to the grocery store and you walk out and everybody's wearing masks and gloves and wiping their carts down and things that, you know, I mean, wiping your carts down is probably a good idea anytime. Uh, I was going to say, gross. some of us were wiping our carts down before you know, all this stuff yes. came up just because Cause they're kind of gross. gross. Yeah. I mean, I've been in plenty of public restroom and seen people walk out of the bathroom without washing their hands and thought, right. oh, and you're going to go touch a cart. But, right. you know, not all of us were thinking about that so much before now. And now it's like, you know, we, we were actually out of town when all the shelter in place started happening. So we had to fly home. And it was so weird. Like you get on the plane and everybody, you can smell hand sanitizer. Like, I mean, horrible. People were like wiping down every surface on their seat in the airplane. And you were like. Okay, this is weird. Like, I'm sure we probably should have been doing that too ahead of, you know, ahead of this. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I hope that the airlines will keep their clean and cabin cleaning practices up when when life returns to some version of normal, man. Because, oh my gosh, all the sneezing and coughing and touching that goes on in there. Right. Like, like, like I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a germaphobe, but I do like clean hands. My wife says I wash my hands so much. You know, if I, she said, "What? What did you say to me?" If you were going to wash your, if you are going to wash your hands this much, why didn't you just become a surgeon? Seriously. Uh, and and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't like blood really, but other than that, I suppose I could I could have done it. That uh, would have been a problem. <laughs> but but so so I am I am a um a, a, um I wash my hands many times a day, and I have like he can't eat in the car because then he can't wash his hands. So I have to feed him when. We're driving somewhere long distance because otherwise he's got greasy fingers. And yeah, I mean, it drives him crazy and he has to stop. Like, if, like, like if if we if we have Cheetos in the car, like I can't eat Cheetos. She has to be like it's it's like nurture group on the front seat with Kaylee giving me the Cheetos because can't touch them. I don't have an opportunity to wash my hands. But even I feel like I'm washing Brian, my hands a lot. Th- there's this thing called the napkin. Like it's not na- enough. Are you serious? And, and, and there's a, and there's a version of it called the wet wipe. Are you serious? And that is like I the closest to Turner. You think you have to coach me on hand washing? <laughs> I could teach classes on hand washing. Well, the napkin doesn't remove enough grease. The wet wipe is only wet. It doesn't have any grease fighting properties, and so it does a half job. You can't like Kayla just like licks her fingers and goes on with her day. I I'm do. like. I'm like, we eat Cheetos in the car, and I'm just like, I'm just going to lick my fingers, and then we'll be good. I mean, maybe a little napkin. <laughs> I, I wish we were sending this live to Facebook now, because Chris is like bent over double laughing. It's not exactly where we thought the conversation would go. Hand washing, Cheetos, Kayla licking her fingers on the butt, you know. Fair enough. But it, it has been good for us to laugh together, because... One of the things we've been doing here during COVID lockdown, um, twenty twenty, uh, and I and I hope that and I hope that it's the, not going to catch on. COVID lockdown twenty twenty. Yeah, I hope it's the only edition. To be honest, yeah, I don't want another edition um, of this. It's been ridiculous. But but you're during the lockdown. Um, you know, we've once a week been putting out on um, on Facebook and then doing a Zoom call and just inviting parents and ministry leaders and. 
you know, uh, to just join us for a call. We're calling it One Big Family Hangout. Um, and, and Chris has been on all but one of them. And, and there, there have been some people who have made it to all of them. There have been some people who are new every time. I think we had like 25, uh, not 25, like 17 or 18 people on Saturday night just sitting around and people laugh and talk. And it's just good to kind of hang out with some adults. And, and, and you know, we talked a little bit ago about some of this feels normal now. Um, I do hate that it is that I do feel like um, like video chatting is is normal. L- yeah. Like I think it's cool that we can do it. I'm glad it's catching on, and we're able to do a lot of our training this way. And um, oh yeah, Chris, we have to do a shameless plug for our uh, for our for our parenting course here before this is over. <laughs> uh, um, but you Bio know, beans. we just um, you know, I mean, it's it's weird that that I'm okay looking at you at a screen you know, instead of having you here at our home. Yeah, I'm getting used to having meetings yeah. via, you know, Zoom or Skype or something. And and I don't like that it's becoming normal. Yeah, I mean... Or I, for the kids either, well, you know? I, well, I hope that um, one of the, the new normal things that, that we talk about, um, one of the things that I think hope goes away, and that is the handshake. I'm done with shaking hands. <laughs> I think I think that I think that people in Japan have this absolutely correct. They bow and, I, and they may they may shake hands too, but I think that bowing to somebody as a way of greeting them instead of shaking their hands. Because look, I do not trust the hand washing procedures of anybody else. <laughs> the fact that I go into a restaurant and there's on the door a sign that says employees must wash hands before returning to work. Like if you have to be reminded to wash your hands after using the bathroom before touching food that other people are going to eat. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Stop eating at restaurants. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm fine much. with no. handshakes going the way of the dodo. That's funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I don't like all the stuff that's becoming normal, though. Yeah. Like watching the kids, they've gotten really good at, at virtual play dates, which is adorably cute and very sad all at yeah. the same time. Because they're they're like, okay, I'm going to turn, I'm going to, Mirror my, you know, turn my screen. I get all the terminology wrong. I feel like an old lady some days. Um, There's don't a reason even, for no, that. I was going to say, don't even go there. Okay, well, um, now, now that you're not talking, I'll say it. There's a reason for that, my sweet. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that, when I, so I, our listeners probably don't know this, unless you've been on one of our calls, but I tore my ACL skiing a few weeks back before all of this hit. And um, so I've been hobbling around and stuff. And so I, um went to the surgeon last week just to see, cause I'm going to have to have surgery. So he said, you know, during this time I can't do surgery, but I can, um, he said, but you know, I mean, at your age, it's really optional. And I was like, at my age, what the heck? That's not cool, dude. And he didn't look like he was like, he looked like he was my age, maybe older. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He goes, well, I mean, you can, you can walk in a straight line with a, you know, torn ACL. And I'm like, I want to do more than just walk. I mean, I, (laughs) I occasionally work out. I mean, I'm not clearly not an avid athlete. Um, even though I was at a sports doctor, but you know, he probably thought that was pretty, I don't know. I mean, my words got all mixed up. I am not an (laughs) athlete and I'm not an avid workout enthusiast i shouldn't enthusiast, say workout enthusiast <laughs> i did have to break the bad news to kayla that 
her dream of re- representing the United States at the Women's World Cup was now over. Right, yeah, that's not a problem for me. But I was like, seriously, at my age, I did not think I was going to be getting the at my age comment <laughs> at the doctor. Well, you really are, at a, in all fairness, though, you really are at a difficult age because um, she's young enough for it not to be considered essential and still elective but she's old enough that they have to do the procedure differently than they might do it on a 17-year-old boy right. who, who, who'd had the same injury. And so she's kind of in this like almost in no man's land um, because, because of it. And so, um, you know, it, it, so it has been weird. It has been weird, as I said, um, you know. But the good, the good news, though, is, you know, in Psalm 23, David says that the Lord makes him lie down. And, you know, I, I he think, made me lay down. You know, can, uh, <laughs> tell him, tell him. Um, yes, I didn't get up off the couch for a while there. Yeah, it no, was very painful. But I, but I think that I told somebody this today that, that one of the great advantages that Kayla has is she goes most places with me. And, and, and so what they, you know, so a lot of people think that I'm a straightforward person and, um, and, and pretty decisive and, and, and all those things. Blunt. Okay. I think that uh, was the word you were going for. No, that was not the word I was going for. I was going for decisive <laughs> and straightforward, the two words I chose. But I think what what I think what, what most people don't realize about my lovely wife is she's basically whatever you think of me times point nine. So she's just the slightly gentler version of me, but nobody notices that she's only the slightly gentler version of me because I take all the flak fire for her whenever we go anywhere. Um, and what I mean by that, and, and in all seriousness though, um, I, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a restless person. I don't sit still very well. My, my body is restless. My mind is restless. Um, Kayla, Kayla's restless like me, but but nobody notices, right? Because there's restless Ryan and busy mom Kayla, but they're the same thing. <laughs> and and I think that you know, and I know that it's been painful for her, and I know it's been difficult for her em- emotionally as well as physically. Yeah. So this has been, it's been a weird time overall. How are your kids doing at your house, Chris? How's it going? Up and down is probably the best way to put it. Um, This week that we're recording this episode has been particularly difficult for our middle kiddo. Mm -hmm. Um, But the past uh, weeks, the the previous weeks up to now, it's been kind of back and forth. Yeah. Pretty much each kid maybe like has his <laughs> day turns. of right yeah. kind of a thing, and so uh, it just kind of depends on in the early going, not having uh, the schools hadn't quite gotten curriculums together to do the distance learning thing. That was a little easier in some ways and harder in some ways, all at the same time. Uh, yeah. Now we're in a little bit more of a routine. This past week has been really good about routine in yeah. the, the sense of kid A's got this Zoom meeting at this time with this teacher. And then, you know, kid B has these assignment sheets that his teacher has assigned that he needs to get done today. And then kid C has this stuff to read. And, you know, they, they each had something to do for school. Uh, right. And there was an accountability on the back end from the teachers for it. And so it kind of gave a little uh, sense of purpose to the day, I, I, I guess, other than just, you know, trying to find something to do. Right. 
Yeah, and our kids, you know, we homeschool, and so we're used to being at home doing school, and I keep hearing people, they're like, oh, I'm not cut out for homeschooling, and I'm like, yeah, but homeschooling is so much different because in homeschooling, I'm in charge, you know, and I'm the one setting the schedule, and I'm the one setting the curriculum, and this is a bunch of parents that are, you know, having to figure out a whole new system, and the teachers are trying to figure out a whole new system. Like, the teachers have never been really prepared for this kind of learning. And so on the fly, they're trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. And so it's like a huge learning curve for everybody. And then us homeschoolers, we're like, I just want to be done with the school year. Can we just stop doing school now? I mean, I just, (laughs) it just seems so weird. Like, even though in essence, the only thing that's really changed is that Ryan is now home full time and we're not going places you know we're not going to our co-op we're not going to um, field trips we've had some field trips that we had planned that had Mm. to be canceled and um, you know we're not able to go to the park in the afternoon or go to you know museums and things like that so there's I mean there's a lot of things that have changed but it shouldn't seem so weird and it still does because there's still the anxiety level I mean that's right there's the constant stress behind you of this whole situation yes, and and knowing that you're limited right because even like you were just saying even though homeschooling is a routine thing for your family your family still had outlets yes beyond homeschooling right we and still had those our have been classes ta- and all those right. outside things well yeah yeah, yeah i mean the and all those things have been taken away from you now mm-hmm. and yeah yeah and so, so the the kids may not be uh, expressing that outwardly, but they're feeling it inwardly. Yeah. yeah. So, so one of the, you know, you talk about their, their, their outlets are gone. Um, I think one of the big differences between um, helping your kids do this school, school at home and homeschooling is that the homeschoolers tend to take a lot of cool field trips. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they go to all the museums and all the parks and all the cool things around town uh, as part of the education of the children. And so that huge, com- and it's a big component of homeschooling is missing now, which is why, you know, when people say, well, this isn't really that different for your family, the kids are schooled at home in any case. No, the, the whole thing is completely different be- because, um, like you said, those outlets aren't there anymore. So, you know, the flip side of that, though, <laughs> Um, is we've taken a lot more walks together, except for Kayla, obviously. Um, yeah, I had to miss out on the walks and the bike rides. <laughs> the walks, the bike rides. You know, I was I was playing frisbee with the kids in the front yard last week, and I thought myself, when's the last time I ever threw a frisbee in my life? And then <laughs> they made a four a four square court in the street, just outside you know just outside of our driveway, and I was playing four square with the kids. And so a lot of things that I haven't done, uh, you know, and even though obviously now I'm working from home. Uh, my one daughter, uh, we play this um, this uh, card game called Garbage that I, that our friend Allison Heighton taught us, and she was um, on the show a couple of years ago uh, when she was staying down here with us for a week. Um, and she, when she was down here, she taught us this this game this game called Garbage, and our seven year old daughter uh, is the queen of garbage. She wins all the time. That sounds weird. <laughs> Uh, she's yeah, the, the queen of garbage. She is queen. Uh, she is the queen of the card game known there you as go. garbage. <laughs> um, 
Oh, so a real Princess Bride flashbacks <laughs> yes. there. Yeah, I was going to say, it just sounds Queen like a really, refuse. Yeah. So it sounds like a really weird uh, title, but she is. She's like a card well, shark, if, that kid. If I was a listener to this podcast, I would have been enthralled by the last 15 seconds, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, that's my first public y'all on the airwaves, Chris. Oh, is it their first? Oh, it has to be. It felt like be. the first. Uh, so... So she'll come upstairs, we'll play a couple of hands of garbage, and then she'll go downstairs and set a timer for one minute. So I've been working, uh, you know, Kayla has a, has a little office in the corner of our bedroom, a little desk where she works. And I've commandeered that as, as my workspace these days. And uh, while she has worked basically around our dining room table. Uh, but so my daughter has been coming up and playing cards and then going downstairs and comes back an hour later and, and plays a couple more hands. And we made it through a whole game of garbage yesterday playing two hands at a time with intervals. And for those of you who do care, I lost. Big time. <laughs> she is so good at that game. I mean, she's and, hilarious. And she's hilarious because she said to me, she said to me when we picked it up last night to, to finish it out, she said, oh, do you think you're going to win? And I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can win. <laughs> and then she won the next two hands and she looked at me and she said, are you still sure? <laughs> And and my father in law so sassy. Yeah, and my father in law taught her to play play Texas Hold'em. And she's really great with cards. Uh, and he taught her to play Texas Hold'em like when she was five. And the kid's like, Oh, grandpa taught Libby us how to play Texas Hold'em. And I'm like, No way, They're like a play. So we had to get the poker chips out, we're playing. And then she won the first hand. And I'm like, mm, maybe a fluke. Beginner's and, luck. And, Beginner's and, and, luck, and then yeah. the second hand, she's like, full house, aces over sevens. And I'm like <laughs> Are you serious right now? And and she had this. And she, I mean, she won. She ended up with everybody's chips. And then the older kids who think they should win because they're older, they're like, "No, I'm not playing not cards playing anymore." anymore. <laughs> and then our, our seven-year-old son's like, "Dad, can we take her to Vegas?" I'm like, "She's five. She's, no, they do have an age limit. Oh they do have gosh. an age limit. The tables, yeah." So Kayla and I uh, are teaching a. Uh, we've we've been wanting to do this for a while, and so. Uh, we were going to teach uh, uh, a live course, um, both in person and online, and, and debut that in the fall of this year. Uh, but we, obviously, with everybody now really, things getting amped up at home and people needing more help now more than perhaps they have in a while, um, we decided that we were going to move that forward. So we're thinking in terms of um, of sort of like foundational type stuff. And then the one we're going to release in the fall is going to be sort of like level 201 class. And so this one released releasing now is called Build. And if you go to our Facebook page or to onebighappyhome.com, you can find information about it. But it will be a six-hour, uh, a six-week course starting on the 22nd of April. And uh, it's interactive. You'll be in the Zoom in the Zoom meeting and we'll teach it and Will, will there be time for interaction? There'll be questions, there'll be activities, there'll be assignments. We will actually give you work to do so you're learning and growing between classes. And so that is kicking off on the 22nd of April. There are a few slots left. And so if you just go to onebighappyhome.com or our Facebook page, uh, you will find details about that. And if you're listening to this after the fact, hopefully we'll still be running rounds at that point so you can uh, catch it later too. That's true. That is that is February uh, 22nd. 2020 april 22nd 2020 he wants to go back to february that was a lot that was a lot nicer in february (laughs) he doesn't want to go back to february (laughs) i think we all do because you know what happened was in february no coronavirus lockdown and you didn't have a knee injury and so exactly right okay 
<laughs> that was a good promo, though. Thanks for letting me slip that in there, Chris. I almost forgot. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure listeners have questions because how could you not after everything we've been going through for the past few weeks? So if you can squeeze that into 280 characters, feel free to tweet it to us at One Big Happy Home. If you require a little more room, you can always email us at info at onebighappyhome.com. As Ryan said earlier, we have a Facebook group, and it's just for podcast listeners. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and on Spotify. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast. And if you use a podcast app that's not directly tied to one of those uh, services, the same search term should you pull it up for you. If you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, we would appreciate a review in any of those locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thank you for listening. 